Sacking's Therapy, episode 37, coming to you on a very, very chilly Sacram or chilly Sacramento day. Uh, it is 60 degrees here um, all of a sudden this week. Um, how are you taking that, Fong? Uh, not well. Not well at all. Lots of dry skin. I'm going to need to put some lotion on. Yeah, I I got mo moisturizer, and uh, yeah, it's been... It's it's just a big change. Like I actually had to get an extra cover like last night because it was just I'm getting cold. Oh yeah, definitely. Oh, well, well, just uh, there. Besides just the weather, that's been really weird, and also also really cold. NBA news has been really cold as of late. Um, <laughs> there there's stuff that's kind of happening behind the scenes, but there really isn't that much. However, there is a big story that did happen, and we'll get into it, but. We're going to make it a little bit King-centric. And uh, so we got news from Sham Sharania that uh, the Kings, or not the Kings, but uh, the Bucks were interested in signing and trading for Bogey Bogdan Bogdanovich. Now, that will be tricky because chances are uh, Bogey can actually get something on the free market. That's on the market, I mean. That's going to be pretty big i think basically they can uh, i think only offer him 12 million and i think bogey can probably command more from another team and so the question is so the question is how are they going to fit bogey in with i guess their existing contracts and apparently it came out this week that milwaukee's willing to actually take on harrison barnes as well what are your thoughts on that uh that's it's interesting because I I didn't expect they wanted Barnes too, and uh, you know I guess go for it as long as they give us something in return. I think this could be a good move uh, potentially for I'm gonna guess another small rebuild in that area. But for uh, us yeah. or for the Bucks, for us and for the Bucks too. But uh, yeah, getting rid of Bogey and Barnes, that's uh, that seems like a lot for us. I, I'm hoping that we're getting gonna get something good back. I imagine uh, this is the name that's always been thrown out. You know, Eric Bledsoe and Dante Divincenzo. I, I assume we're gonna get at least one of those two. Is Eric Bledsoe's contract's kind of tricky to fit in to the mm -hmm. Kings' salary cap? But if we get rid of Barnes, like that's a lot easier to for us to take in. Mm -hmm. Um. <laughs> In terms of just, yeah, like, I, lo I like Barnes. Like, sure, he doesn't, like, you know, fill up the statue, but he, you know, he's a solid wing defender, and, you know, a solid scorer, um, you know, average scorer, let's just say. Mm -hmm. And, you know, he provides a lot of leadership to the team as well. I just think that trading him, I know he's on a big contract, will, I don't know, I think, you know, it makes the Kings worse. There's no way to get around that unless you're getting back someone really good. And you're we're not getting that in, no. um, in this trade. So, you know, on the Bucks' side, you can't have you can't really have too many wings. Like, and Barnes can guard fours too, and which is huge. And you know, he can he can guard basically two through four pretty reasonably. So, mm -hmm. that's kind of where like you know the Bucks would want him. Again, that hefty contract will be tricky, but. You know, like it makes sense. I think for both teams, we should probably enter a rebuild. Although I would like to not, you know, reach 15 years of no playoffs. But you know, it is what it is. Sometimes you gotta suffer before things get better. But 
things haven't gotten better in a while. I, I just would like us to at least try and fight for the playoffs, even though it's going to be tough this upcoming year. Uh, yeah. Well, if it does come down to getting rid of Bogey and Barnes, I'm, I'm going to miss them because they, they provided a lot to our team throughout the past uh, few years. Yeah, I'll definitely miss them. And, you know, like, go into a full, re- full rebuild. And, like, as, you know, we'll see, like, what we get from the draft. Like, you know, I'm I'm getting... The thing with the draft I hate is that I keep switching players. Like, one week I love Sadiq Bey, another week I love Aaron Naismith, and then another week I'll start loving Patrick Williams. And, you know, one of those... Just drafting one of those guys and giving them minutes to just develop... You know, it's not the prettiest, you know, proposition, but, you know, it's for the future. Mm-hmm. Getting yeah. rid of Bogey and Barnes will give get these guys minutes, so. Yeah, like, we're just going to have to see. <laughs> uh, whoever we draft, we're, we're going to have to deal with it. Yeah, and, you know, what, what are your thoughts on who we're drafting? I don't think I asked you. Well, you, you picked one of the fit guys. You want to draft someone who fits. So have you actually kind of nailed it down to a player? Uh, no, I'm I kind of like you. I kind of bounce around, and I'm 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 still considering maybe you know trading the pick. Still, it's just that finding the right trade at the right time, and we're just gonna have to deal with it. Would you want to trade for a player, or would you want to move up or move down? If it's a good established player. I can't think of one on top of my head at the moment. Let's and... say, for whatever reason, I, I don't know why Portland would do this. Let's just say CJ McCollum. Oh. Wait, how many years is his contract left? Oh, he's got plenty of years. Don't worry about that. Okay. Oh, yeah, for sure. I, I don't know why. Yes, yeah, but that's kind of <laughs> that's where there had to be a better justification. But yeah, CJ McCollum for Buddy and the 12th pick, I wouldn't be opposed to that. Yeah, I wouldn't be opposed, but yeah, why? <laughs> yeah, and I, again, I don't know why Portland would do it either. I don't know why the Kings would do it in a way either, because like CJ McC- CJ is definitely better, but like a, a small backcourt like that, I, I don't think it works. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. But, yeah, yeah, we'll see how things work out. It's just kind of like right now, it's just boring. I guess it's like the dead period currently. Mm-hmm. Like we're waiting on the draft, free agency. We'll probably start right after the draft, and we'll see what things, uh, how things shake out. And chances are, if we do end up making a trade with the Bucks, we're we're probably getting the twenty fourth pick. I think it's the twenty fourth. Yeah, that is twenty fourth. Oh yeah, maybe so... David Chanso, maybe. I'll just call him Ilya Sova. Yeah. Just call him Ursan. (sighs) Could tell me that earlier. (laughs) Yeah. Well, we didn't talk about him. Well, like, we forgot he existed. Let's be honest. (laughs) He's a a guy. Honestly, he would kind of fit with the team. He could shoot like like small ball five, probably a four. And yeah, he's not a bad player by any means. Yep. He's been uh, with the Bucks like three times. It's kind of weird. He's that old? Yeah, I don't think. I think he's in his thirties. I want to say he looks like he's thirty. I, don't I see. Yeah, but like I swear to God, he's had like three different stints with the Bucks. It's one of those weird things where they just keep signing him for some reason. Hmm. Again, he's an okay player. It's not bad. 
Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I feel like we got kind of lucky with some trades in the past, you know, finding a gold mine of Rashawn Holmes. And, uh, well, then again, we have other trades that didn't work out. But, you know, well, you know, work out. You know, Vlade's not around anymore, so he, he uh, won't be there to make those trades anymore. And we'll see what Monty does. Like, oh, I think yeah. Monty will ultimately be better. He has to be better. There's really no way you can be worse <laughs> than Vlade, unfortunately. But like, I'm I'm happy. I'm very optimistic about what Monty can pull off. Like, you know, we're, again, we have a real front office now, and you know, just real people working on the staff. So, or professionals, I mean, like working mm-hmm. on the staff. So, like, I'm optimistic about it. So, and we'll see what they what they can pull out. We shall see. Okay, well, moving on to the next topic. Uh, so the Kings released their uh, City Edition jersey. It's basically black with some... It's it's shot in such weird lighting, so we can't really see what it actually looks like. It's black. There's, like, shades of pink and some shades of blue. And then if you guys remember, the Kings had these, uh, this jersey that had, like, checker basically a checker pattern on the sides uh back in the day it's basically like that um but with like a different colors like i think um blue and pink and yeah that's how i would describe it uh what do you what do you think of uh, the new jerseys uh yeah like you said can't really tell how the colors pop in like real person's eyes but uh it looks oh Okay. I mean, I do like the sack town in the front that displays on the uh, chest, but eh, I felt like it could have done it a different way. I, I still like the old 90s uh, checkered jerseys that um was it Mitch Richmond wore. I'm actually not sure what that one looks like. Didn't follow really? things in the 90s. I don't. I only know. Yeah, I think unless we're talking about the same one, but like, yeah, like the checker ones are pretty nice. Yeah, it should be the same. I mean, oh, oh it is that one. Oh, okay, it should be. I mean, that's one of the like more underrated jerseys that I I feel like they should have brought back. Yeah, well, you know, like a lot of people didn't like last year's, and we're moving on to a different one, and this time around, it looks like. It's actually pretty split on Reddit from what I see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I thought it'd be. I I really liked it. Again, it's in a weird lighting, so we can't really see what it looks like. But I thought it was fine. Well, same with the red jerseys. It was pretty split, but you know, <laughs> People... I was in the camp that liked the red jerseys. Red's like one of my favorite colors, so that's probably why. I see. Uh, but this jersey is like a whole nother change of scenery in a way, I feel. Yeah, and you know we'll pro- we'll be seeing them pretty soon. So, and we'll get into that real quick. Um, and another thing, real quick. Uh, Jordan apparently the kicks the Kings team store is now selling uh Jordan jerseys, basically the Kings jerseys with Jordan logos. Um, the only one you can really buy is Buddies. And. And everyone else, you have to buy the custom one. I think 140 was the amount. Um, this is a random thing that we noticed on the King's Team Store. Yeah. Um, we were talking about this earlier. Uh, why, buddy? 
I don't know. I imagine Fox maybe sold out really quickly. I, I don't know. Yeah. Let's just hope that's the way. But if it's just Buddy, you know, has Nike been following the news? <laughs> they should. Yeah, um, I, I don't think they do. And, you know, like, Kings are, like, on the deep end of, like, you know, relevancy. So I don't mm -hmm. truly blame them. But... Yeah, like that. That one seems kind of weird, but he, I, he was like one of the most popular jerseys I think during the season. So it kind of makes sense to a degree, but I just don't understand why it wasn't Fox, unless it, unless it's, it was just sold out so fast. I don't understand why it's not Fox's that was on there. Mm -hmm. yeah, that again, was really I, weird. Then again, I still kind of like the Nike logo anyway. In my, in my opinion. Oh, something about the Jordan logo. I have a weird affinity. Well, we'll see if they sell more of the Jordan logo, but for now, 140 is a little too steep. Yeah, to say the least. I'm not. I don't have any jerseys, and the reason why is because they're so goddamn expensive. And yeah, I don't, I don't have any jerseys of this era. I was very close to trying to buy a Rondo jersey. I actually regret not being in the in the arena like on the last day because apparently they were selling it for thirty dollars in the arena, which I got one. At that time. But, oh man. You know, it is what it is. Yep. Um, in other Kings news, uh Jerry Reynolds retired. Um that he is one of our play by play announcers. Um and I guess the Kings were real either well they I guess they I guess he let management know really like really early on and they already hired Mark Jones. What are your thoughts on this? Uh yeah, it's sad to see Jerry retire. I mean, he's up in that age, you know, to and during these times, I think it's a good time for him. Uh, but bringing Mark Jones in, I'm I was kind of surprised. Uh, we talk about Mark Jones a lot in this podcast, <laughs> and uh, you know, what do we do? Wait, do we? I've I never. I don't. I never knew who that was until like literally when you told me about the Cherry Reynolds <laughs> like news. I might be mistaken with someone else. Then you're not. Well, you're, don't tell me you're thinking Mark Jackson. No. Okay. I don't think. Have we even talked about Mark Jackson in this podcast? We may have talked about him once. I don't know. I, I to be honest, I, I might be mistaking it for someone else. But okay, never mind. I don't know what to say. <laughs> I mean, it, it's great that he we found a replacement, and uh, by looking at Reddit and stuff, it seems like he would be a pretty good commentator for the Kings. So yeah, we're we're making Kings are making big changes. Yeah, I saw some clips of him. He seems fine. Like he makes pretty fun calls, and you know has a few catchphrases. I guess yeah, he he seems fine. I, I honestly, I'm I'm ashamed to admit this, but I didn't know who Jerry Reynolds was until you told me. Okay, well, <laughs> I'm a little because like uh, like I, well, I don't pay attention to the to the announcers anyways, and like you know, I when I usually watch my uh when I stream my basketball, like I usually get the other <laughs> broadcast anyways. I mean, the other guy, you know, uh, kind of complaining on Twitter about uh, you know, Doug Christie, you know, really, yeah. The, the guy okay. we shall not name that was a former <laughs> announcer, why? too. Just, yeah. just why? Like, 
Yeah, Doug Christie was nice to him. I'm sorry, like you know, yeah. it was just like, what? Why are you that bitter? I guess I, I don't know. I'm not. We're not. We're not going to talk about him too much. Uh, he who shall not be named. Well, I mean, to end that bit, I mean, all he said was that Doug didn't stand by his side. So, yeah. I'm sorry, like Doug put up with your put up with you for as long as he did. And there were people, and like you know, Kings players didn't like him. Like the Kings community, maybe kind of liked him because they didn't really know who he was. And then you had like, and then you had like journalists who like almost universally did not like him. And to mm-hmm. add to the fact that he was kind of an asshole on Twitter, mm-hmm. like you don't have that many friends. Like, and, and like I guess Vlade are. are like and them are friends with you, but like now they're out of the organization. So mm-hmm. I guess he just doesn't have anybody left. And I don't blame Doug for not standing by him. Like, dude, really tolerated a lot of crap from him. You know? Yeah. I mean, yeah. The only good things I could think of is that he's he's a good announcer, and he had really good catchphrases that you know kind of illuminate illuminated throughout the league, but that's yeah that's about yeah, it yeah like i i don't i don't discount him for being a good announcer he was a good announcer like, there's no real way to deny that but you know some personal issues with him and yeah that's just how it is sometimes and you know he did it at the you know at the height of you know george floyd and, yeah you know, just a, just a bad idea mm-hmm. congrats, congrats to boogie though boogie boogie hated him so <laughs> like oh, yeah. to, to finally <laughs> kind of get him and it had, and for some reason, it, it just became Boogie, the guy that got him. Like, you uh-huh. know what I mean? Like, the guy, he like, that, like, because, like, he didn't like Boogie either. He actually hated Boogie. And the fact that Boogie was the one to kind of deliver the, basically start the process is just, uh, yeah, I guess everything kind of comes around, I guess. Mm-hmm. So, okay, that's more than enough time we spent on, you know, the man that shall not be spoken. Okay, well, the I guess going on to our last piece of news, it's going to be a short episode today. There just isn't much, but you know, if we felt like we should get at least some sort of update. Uh, the NBA has re- has agreed to start on December twenty second, seventy two games, and yeah, what we'll just dive into that. What are you? What are your thoughts? Uh, I think seventy two games is still a little much, in my opinion. But uh, so before you actually go on, that amount is because of the TV contracts. I TV see. contracts mandate that you have seventy-two games, and the season I believe will end in June. So there might be a lot of a uh, kind of squeezing of games, or like you know, mm. lots of lot, lots and lots of back-to-backs. Hmm. Uh, but other than starting on December twenty-second, I think it's a good. I mean, it seems kind of early, but seventy-two games. Uh, yeah, I can't can't help it if it's TV contract. Yeah, like logically, I think it really should be just fifty-eight games. But like, you know, it, life is never just never that simple because then you have like just TV contracts and TV deals kind of jump in there, just stopping the league from doing what really is the logical solution, which is 58 games, because we're going to get a lot of load management this year because mm-hmm. LeBron probably won't be playing on the, well, he might play on the first game. He'll probably play Christmas, but then expect him to like, you know, load manage for like a week or two. Mm-hmm. 
and you know Kawhi to load manage. De'Aaron will probably be load managing. You know, um, who else? Pretty I can't much. think of anyone else. Uh, Marvin, I assume, will be load managing a little bit too, just because like he's had so many weird injuries. But yeah, like it's I don't like that there is seventy two games. I wish there was just they just go down to sixty something because in the uh, lockout shortened season. Like, it was 60-something games. I don't remember the exact number, but there were so many back-to-backs and even four games in five nights, which is insane. I, I hope that we don't... It'll probably end up being like that again, but I hope they can find a way to space it out a little bit because, like, they're doing this... They're they're ending it in June because of the Tokyo Olympics. I see. And it's like, do, does anybody give a shit about it? I'm sorry. What? Like, I don't give a shit about the, well for basketball. I mean, specifically, oh, uh, the, I was the Olympics. Like... <laughs> the Olympics uh, I have a little bit more interest. But like, does anybody really care about the basketball Olympics? Mm, I kind of care. <laughs> oh, you care? Okay. Well, I don't. So uh, it's fun to watch, but uh, yeah, you know. Which also probably means that we're not going to send like the stars this year either, because Steph Curry's probably going to be kind of tired. LeBron is definitely going to be really tired. Like, I guess we're going to end up sending a lot of the B team again. Oh, maybe Jaron has a chance, you know? Yeah, probably. But like at the same time, like, do we want him to go? Because like he's probably going to be like you know pro- probably pretty sore from the season. There's a lot of stuff that goes into it, and like it's just, do, do we need the A team to beat to beat like you know I don't know, Jeremy Lin and the China team like, I don't know. Uh, maybe. I mean, there were not the A A team, but you need at least the anchor for the team, I believe. But yeah. But, you know, again, I'm I'm just not a fan of the Olympics, the basketball Olympics, anyways. Mm-hmm. So it's just not something that's interesting to me. I mean, we gotta win that gold every time. Not every time, but you know, it's a pride thing for us, for sure. Oh yeah, we America winning all the golds. Well, back to the season. Uh, yeah, again, I'm glad that NBA basketball will be back literally so soon after the finals. But... Mm-hmm. The, it does make me queasy that they're not going to do a bubble and that they're going to be traveling. And hopefully there is no, there are no cases, but it's going to be near impossible that there is going to be a case. And when there is a case, you immediately cancel. And how do you reschedule those games? There's a lot of logistics stuff that it's going to get really messy, I feel. Yeah, I mean, as of what is happening in the world right now, cases have been going up and up and up oh, and yeah. you know some i believe some countries or even some states are starting to close again which is we're just uh, going, the uk is locking down again so yeah um, we're just going backwards at this point yeah it's it's gonna keep happening just until we get a vaccine and even when we get a vaccine things might still be tricky just because you know the, this virus has been yeah, it's been very destructive on disruptive on the world. So, yep, doesn't look like it's that's gonna change uh, going forward. And you know, hopefully everyone stays safe and just 
yeah, hopefully nothing happens. I'm glad that NBA basketball is back, but hopefully, like, you know, no one gets injured because of this and just everyone just is able to play. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, that that's basically all we have. Um, you have anything else to add? Uh, have you mentioned the Raptors? Oh, yeah. Oh, so because the Raptors are in Canada, they might have to find a new city in the U.S. because a border, border crossing is actually kind of tricky right now. So they might not be playing in, in Toronto. Uh, this wow. Year. I see. Oh, is it in Seattle? Anyone? Oh, yeah. Seattle. Do they still have a stadium? I don't know. I, yeah. I don't know how that works. Either that or they're going to be on the road like almost 90% of the time. No, I think they will have a home base because they got to play home games, I guess. You know? We'll see how that um, works out. Seattle would be my first thought. What would be another city that you think would should get a team? I feel like it should be in the East Coast since, you know, East. Oh, yeah, uh, you're right, huh? Uh, but no offense to Seattle, but yeah, Seattle needs a team, I, in my opinion. But uh, I don't want to say New York. That's too much. <laughs> um, Let's see. Oh, New Jersey. I, I guess, yeah, I guess New Jersey. Maybe like, maybe like St. Louis. I don't know. Kansas. Maybe Miami. <laughs> uh, Miami already has a team that just, you know, just lost in the finals. They're fine. They'll be fine. <laughs> uh, or maybe they'll be sharing a team in the East. I'm not sure. Yeah, maybe... well, well, New York. <laughs> Let's <laughs> do, you know, a team that's actually respectable. Uh, maybe. Or maybe just use one of the bottom eight seeds stadium since, you know, they might not be doing much. It should be called the Disney Raptors. It should just go to Disneyland. Oh, maybe, yeah. Play at Disneyland. It's going to be like old times again. Yep. We, yeah, we'll see what how this situation is handled. They're going to iron out the kinks. By the way, it's going to be basically the draft, and then t- two weeks later is training camp. And I, d- I don't remember the exact schedule for free agency. I assume it starts like right after the draft. And yeah, it's going to be a chaotic two weeks. So we'll be filled with news when that happens. Oh, yeah. This is the calm before the storm. And we'll, we'll, we'll try and keep, keep everyone updated. Um, yeah, so you know we're able to get in an episode just to kind of update things. So, you know, just to kind of keep, keep us warmed up, I guess. Mm-hmm. We shall see if more news comes out in the next few weeks because I'm I'm, I'm getting more antsy. Yeah, and watch something come out literally right after we publish this or right after we finish recording. Yeah, I know it's it's how it is. Yeah. Well, all right. Well, that's it for us for this episode. Hopefully, you enjoyed this episode, and we'll come back to you uh, next week. And hopefully, something happens because guess what? It's one week closer to the draft. Yeah, hopefully, you know, something happens. Something yeah. interesting so we can talk about it. Yeah, I want to see what Monty has in him. Yeah. James Harden, anyone? Well pick for James Harden? No. No? no. I mean, it'd be nice. Hey, t- but... hey, t- hey, Tillman needs money. Like we, we can take that forty <laughs> we can take that forty one million dollars off of him. 
We still have to sign Fox, right? Yeah, but his extension doesn't kick in right away, so I see. You know, we have so we have a we have a little bit of window, but he's probably gonna try and throw Russell Westbrook on us too. So and I don't want that, so Yeah. Yeah. Well, this is gonna this is probably gonna go to a weird place, so let, let, let's just cut it off here. All right. Well we'll see you guys later. We shall see you guys later.